Coming to you live from Scenic, the basement at ICN Studios in Brooklyn. I'm Jana Jefferson, and this is the And Friends with Jana Jefferson podcast. So every week, me and a new guest host each time are going to discuss the latest in pop culture, the industry, life, and more. And this week, today's guest is none other than Julius Stoops. Yeah. <sighs> the crowd goes wild. How are, how are you today, Julius? You know what? I'm feeling. I'm. I'm feeling great awesome so far yes how was like what did you do today i know you said that you were like um, at work and now you're here oh no not at work meaning i do like <laughs> i do freelance work so oh, shout yeah, out I to have the to, freelancers yeah i have to time myself oh yeah i you feel know, you it's like I, a very like run up and running oh yeah ripping and running oh, kind of so much ripping and, and running and yes. lots of running but yeah uh what did i do today uh oh i just uh Research some stuff for my uh, upcoming podcast. We'll get to I, that. We'll get to that. Yes, I binged watched Ninjago. Oh my gosh, I've heard good things about it's that. It's like really, really the best. I've never been like an show ever. It's like an anime, right? No, <laughs> far from it. Okay, just kidding. It, it's um, <laughs> I'm probably it, thinking of a completely. Oh different yeah, definitely show. complete show. It's a different show. It's a Lego. Uh, cartoon. Oh. And oh my goodness, it's so good. Like it's so touching, like it's heart heartbreak. I mean, I'm up to. They brought it. They brought it back. Mm-hmm. They canceled it and brought it back. So I'm up to season four out of five, because they have a movie out now, and I want to go see the movie. Okay. So it's amazing. I almost cried, and they had. I just watched one of the best episodes ever when somebody. It's somebody's daughter is revealed as a spy. It's yo. <laughs> It's, it's going down. I'll probably add that to my list because I have like a running list of like shows I need to watch. Okay. Right now I'm yeah. I'm on season seven of The Office. So oh like, my goodness. So it's almost think, time wait, to end. You have two more episodes, two more seasons, right? Yeah, I'm almost done. Okay. I think the last episode I watched was um, <laughs> um, uh, D'Angelo just got like, what, what he like, he really hurt himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will Ferrell's character. So now they're like trying um, to find another boss i don't like those episodes yeah after michael leaves you can really feel yeah. like something's off like yeah. i am paying attention to my phone more than i'm like watching right? the show and I'm I, like, this is yeah. i can see why it got canceled like the character the characterization is like real real beautiful but other than that the writing sucks yeah it completely got the like writing sucks. it completely changed i love how character characters grew but like without Michael, nothing mm-hmm. is funny. Like, it's and I'm like, like, what the hell? It's so happened? off. It's like, it's so off. It took that him. one character mm-hmm. for to like bring the glue everybody together. Yeah, because like it was trash. basically, because I watched the show when it was on. I think I started in like season four, and then I stopped after Michael left. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, might as well just like watch it from the beginning. And I'm like, oh, I can see like why. Why things changed as yeah, soon as he left? So he was the best character on that show. It's so tragic. I can say I want to say uh, the the last I want to say the last two episodes mm-hmm. were like really really good. Okay, he comes back though. Yeah, he comes back one last time. Okay, that's all that matters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's all, okay, don't don't spoil it. For oh me. no, I definitely won't. <laughs> that like laugh that it just signals like something's about mm-hmm. to happen. But um, before the show officially starts, I like to start off each episode with a different mood. I don't know if you know, but okay, Beyonce is like my lord and savior. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. So each episode, I like to start off with my Beyonce mood of the day. Okay. It use a song lyric, a song title, uh, a video, whatever, to describe how you're feeling today. Oh, 
Okay, so let me first. I want to say I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I'm feeling sexy today. I'm right? feeling sexy. <laughs> 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 you really was on cue with that. <laughs> so I'm going to say my mood is uh, a little Uzi's shoulder, <laughs> shoulder jerk. Yeah. That's, so it's like a combination of Beyonce and Uzi. Yes. I feel it. I get it. Yes. I like it. I think that my mood today, oh my gosh, it's probably from um, her documentary, Life is But a Dream. Basically, she used to videotape herself like talking to the camera. Oh, wait. And her, um, my line is, why did God give me this life? <laughs> That's basically how I feel today. Because, like, I don't know. I've been feeling super overwhelmed with a lot of things. But at the same time, I'm grateful because... I wouldn't want to be doing anything else. So that's okay. kind of how I feel. I'll take back my answer. My <laughs> answer is um, surfboard. Surfboard. Okay. Okay. That thing, I forgot the song. Um, Drunk in Love. Drunk in Love. Is no, there any particular? No, so, no, it can't be Drunk in Love. Sorry. It's you... the name. No, 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 no. It got to be, um, uh-oh, 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 oh. you wanna... So, like, your mood is just, like, the uh-oh dance? Yes, that's my mood. That's good. That's okay, my mood. so that's In your mood. mood. Awesome. My mood. These are good. This is, like, my first, like, decent mood, because last time it was, like, I was, upset, like, feeling in my feelings and then a couple oh. episodes later i was like i'm i'm tired so sweet dreams is my <laughs> like I, this oh, is like my okay. i don't know it's just been a really weird year it's been a really weird okay. year That's, okay <laughs> but um hot takes is the first segment of the show hot we just takes. talk about <laughs> so we basically just talk about um just stuff going on in the news in the world, and we just talk about it. Okay, okay. So um, I don't know if you know, but Tony Braxton and Birdman I, might be I married. Just read yeah, that, like, forty, fifty minutes ago, and that's like the weirdest thing ever. And I, I can't comment on it because her sister follows me. Oh well, you know what? I think that we can cut it short. That oh. that mark that particular hot. Oh date. no, she doesn't. She probably doesn't like look at my stuff. Oh okay. Like on Twitter, she follows me. Uh, Tamar Braxton. Ah. She follows me, so so freaking weird. That and is I'm really like, strange. That Birdman and who? Tony Braxton. I'm like it's crazy. Like I'm pretty sure like so the first thing that popped into my head when I that's was like so when I saw that it was just like that line from He wasn't man enough. It's like. But you married him. <laughs> and I'm like, I like looked at that and I was just like, wow. But you know what? If they're happy though, like, no, that's cool. I mean, yeah, live but your life. It's so. It's very weird. Very weird. That's like oldie, like the '99s and 2000s power bird, couple, right? <laughs> like, how do you have like cash money <laughs> and, and then how did you get here? <laughs> And I know like 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 how know? did you get there? <laughs> like, I I really want to know how that happened. Me too. Like how did they meet? Number one. Yes. Mm, I don't know. I I, I want to know how they met. Maybe it was like a mutual friend. I want to know what she saw in him. Well, I think like I think they said that when her mom was sick or her dad was sick, he like came to the hospital and comforted the family, which is something that I think is really good. If you have like a family emergency, and I the mean, person that you really enjoy if you're that, caring about you, if you're that open, well, damn girl, I, I should have uh, went to the hospital and said what I had to say. I think it's cute. I mean, like in a way, 
It's not like uh, aesthetically pleasing. No, it's not. It's <laughs> but you really know, not. as long as they're happy, it's let them the just live their life. Ever though, they said that Birdman, uh, the wedding, uh, the wedding was paid for uh, by Little Wayne. Oh, with, oh my God, that was because he still hilarious. hasn't like paid him back. Exactly, and I'm like oh, thinking geez. like, okay, maybe this is a setup. Maybe him, <laughs> maybe her, and Little Wayne. Is, 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 came up with a plan mm-hmm. to kill Birdman. <laughs> so the riches would go to Birdman. You know what? Anything's possible. Anything's possible. It's really, really anything's possible. Jesus. I think so. I think so. But yeah, we. I guess we wish you all the best. Um, and now wish, apparently they're I having guess. like another wedding because they didn't, they had like kind of eloped. Mm-hmm. So they're like inviting the rest of the family because they no one was invited to the first wedding. But they've been married for like two months. From what? what? From what they say, they've been married for two months. Secret wedding. That's why they're having like another big one now because it's like out I in thought, the open. It, I thought it was Keisha Cole and Birdman at one point. One point. I thought they were going to get married. Yeah, no. I can see them um, being married. Oh, the Gucci wedding's on tonight. Oh. Or I'm, part 10 or part one of part the 10. Part one, yeah. I'm definitely getting dressed it, for that. Oh yeah, I have like my my outfit ready. It's Listen, like um, vintage Christian Dior. I, I you got know. my funeral suit ready. Mm-hmm. And ready. Okay. Yeah, like little uh, church hat and a cane. Yep. You I'm gotta be, look your swaggiest. You gotta look like your um. You gotta look your best. You oh, know. I'm, I'm, you know what? Casket fresh. Absolutely. Okay. That's the itiner- like, itinerary. That's the attire for tonight. Burr. 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 <laughs> I just can't believe like. Gucci Mane is getting married, though. Like, and he looks so happy. He really does look really, really happy. Oh, my God. Like, that's one wedding, you know, I can say, oh, okay, that's cool. You know what's crazy? I feel like jail was the best thing that ever happened to it that was. man. Because he oh, no, came no, out to, and he to looked. His, to him? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you said, oh, man. Oh, no, to that man. Oh, it is. Because he came out looking, like, fit. His teeth are mm-hmm. gleaming. Mm-hmm. Like he looks so good and so happy. At that and he's gotten his his life has really really changed for the better. I'm really really happy for I'm him. I'm waiting to hear like if his book is on like the New York Times bestsellers yet because I think it is. I'm is not it? Sure. Oh my I'm gosh! Sure. Let me consult my you, Google. You have to. You have to do your. Uh, what was the name of it? The Life and Times. I'm making that up. Uh, Gucci Mane book. I'm sure it did pretty well. I wouldn't be autobiography of Gucci Mane. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I believe Pulitzer. that it was the bestseller. If not, I think it's going to be. It a has to be because it's gonna be like who he wrote a book. Mm-hmm. Like a, like I love rappers that write take their writing to new levels. You mm-hmm. know, like that was like I gotta uh, read it. I still have to read it. I want to do probably the audio book. But yo, this guy Gucci Mane is just. I feel like he's got so many tales to tell. I think so. Trap tales, love oh, absolutely. tales. Absolutely. Just like growing up, growing up Gucci. That would be an awesome name for a reality show. If he growing up Gucci. Growing up Gucci on burr, burr. TV One. <laughs> <laughs> so topic two. It's really there haven't been many topics right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're only talking about a couple things, and one of the things that is going around. Is this Harvey Weinstein? Yo, Harvey Weinstein is a joke, mm-hmm. and I'm just hoping that he can be locked up for like some 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 long, long years. But and one of the things that is like baffling to me, why like why is everyone like not ganging up? Because obviously mm-hmm. it's deserved. But there's so many other disgusting 
men in Hollywood, and this is the one that everyone's like vulturing. Well, it's like, like what um, about Woody Allen? What about uh, what Roman Polanski? What about them? Like they're gross too. Woody but Allen they still... is a. I, they everybody knew about Woody Allen, but they just didn't crucify him. Yeah, he's like I don't get that though. It's a, <laughs> like, to I'm me, it's so a white man thing. To me, but Woody Allen is a white man, and so oh no, I'm just saying it's Harvey a white. Weinstein. It's if if a black director actually hmm. like I just want to assaulted know what a it... woman. Oh my goodness, it'll be in the news done forever. It'll be boom, it'll mm-hmm. be everywhere. It's just how they did the director to. Uh, Nat Turner movie. Oh yeah, I forgot his That's name. That's why the um, uh, uh, I know who you're talking about. Though. Yes, that's why that movie did so badly. Exactly. Now, what's everybody been knew about this, but nobody spoke up, which I understand. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, why isn't he getting like, why isn't he getting more than just like a slap on the wrist right now? Well, he like got kicked out of the academy. That's nothing. You what? don't you don't bleed off that. Yeah, you don't bleed. <laughs> You don't but, get and hurt. And that's the thing. Like, I feel like people are still going to like pay money to see his movies, Trust. still do this, still do that. Trust. But I feel like that happens with like just not just white men, but like men in general. Yeah, of course. Like it just it's not enough. Like what they do oh, yeah. sometimes is not enough. Like oh, yeah. um, have you ever like has there ever been a, like a like a public figure that after they've done something like deplorable that you're like I can't take this anymore I'm not gonna support you? Ah oh, man, who was it? I want to say probably like I know most recently like the XXX dude. Ugh, well he was trash from the start. Yeah, the, yeah, <laughs> the XXX dude is somebody I took his uh, album off. Mm-hmm. My 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 Spotify. Because that's like really ASAP. disgusting. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't, hmm. I mean, I wasn't nuts about Chris Brown. Like that was like my like seventh grade mm. thing. So after like the whole Rihanna thing, I kind of just like stopped. I didn't stop listening to his music, but I stopped like caring as much. Mm-hmm. And now like, I'm just not like, a Chris Brown person very much, but I guess that would be like the, the one R. Kelly. Uh, oh god because you know, it's like r kelly grew up in our home so it was like yeah fuck. that's like the thing space jam is my favorite movie so it's really hard and to be like, like and tp2 tp uh com or whatever oh gosh that's like chocolate factory like how can i stop listening that's the thing he's so incredibly talented and he's such a like great writer but he's just Creep. It's disgusting. Who else is like disgusting and people still like support? Oh, uh, I know a lot of people support Kodak Black. Ew. Which I <laughs> I know. This is this stupid fucking song is so fucking fire. Like fucking hate it. Which um, one? The um na, 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 you don't wanna see me win it. That one? No, or um, the drowning? No, he has another I one. I only know like two of his Rolling Peace. I can hear Rolling Peace. I don't know all this me. I'm probably Oh, that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, I hate it so bad. He I might go to jail for like, like what the fuck? Why the years. fuck is he so fire and you're a dickhead? Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate these. I rappers. think they said if he gets like uh what acquitted? Not acquitted. If he gets indicted, mm-hmm. he can go to jail for like thirty years. Oh, so shit. he'll be in jail until he's fifty. Unless he does like you know good behavior or whatever, because he's only twenty. I don't know how you can be so young and act That's like such wild. an idiot. Him and X, and who else? We actually have another guest in the studio. His name is 
car. Hello. Oh, good. I can hear myself. <laughs> awesome. How are you today? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. So sorry I got here late. It's okay. That's so it's boss, basically just like a big, big party in <laughs> here right you're now. My boss. You're my boss. Yeah, yeah I know. You guys were having some great conversations in here. Yeah. So we talked about Harvey Weinstein and all these other trash men. What are your thoughts about that whole situation? Um, uh, is in regards to like Harvey Weinstein specifically, um, mm-hmm. glad it's finally happening because one thing that I'm starting to realize is that, uh, this has been like known for like years, you know, that Harvey Weinstein has been just a creep. Mm-hmm. It was actually like an inside joke in Hollywood. Like Harvey Weinstein is basically like that black uncle that, you know, you warn the girls to stay away from. <laughs> no, that's, that's yeah. Crazy. That's, that's literally what Harvey Weinstein is. I think is. I saw that's something so who was like crazy. Courtney Love on the red carpet. She's basically just like, if Harvey Weinstein invites you to a party today, don't go. <laughs> that's fine. Yo, I'm like, what the fuck? Um, Entourage, they had a, a joke about that in one of their episodes where they had a guy playing um, Harvey Weingard and he was just like this, uh, you know, like verbally abusive asshole type guy. I'm sorry. You can curse. Okay, cool. This verbally <laughs> abusive asshole type dude. Um, and what else? There was... I was, I was reading down like the long list of jokes mm-hmm. throughout Hollywood. Over Seth MacFarlane made a joke one time, uh, I think during the Oscars, yeah. mm-hmm. when he was yeah, awarding Emma Stone. That yeah, that was crazy. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, I heard the joke or whatever, and you know, I guess it's like it's Hollywood, you know, yeah, it's like, Hollywood that's or whatever. Right? Time Hollywood, and not even just like Hollywood, but just the fact that um, everybody kind of like laughed it off, just kind of shows why it's really a big deal or yeah. whatever the fact that people was kind of just like they sort of like ah, normalized yeah, it a little bit yeah that's harvey oh uh, yeah you know. ew that, that's oh, literally how it was know. you know that, that's harvey yeah come on just 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 pretend to like him and you'll be good that's disgusting yeah like when the paltrow <laughs> was uh what's it not larry king um david letterman i think she had an interview where she was talking about that like years ago or something like that it was crazy did you guys see the video of um ben affleck Yo, that was fucking crazy. That like, was I'm like, awful. what the fuck is wrong with you, Ben Affleck? Okay, there was video. a video from uh, was years ago. On oh, you saw he was like rubbing up on, like, rubbing yeah, up on the like the girl, like, and she was just like, <laughs> dude, you no, can't so keep silly. your hands to yourself. As, and he was saying some really disgusting things. He was like, yeah, it's messed up as that Oh, your titties aren't right. out today. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, he fucked up. These girls and like. The thing is, that was on camera, and like no one said anything about it. And that's the issue there too. Mm-hmm. Whatever, with like you know Harvey Weinstein and everybody else, it's just like ah, guys will be guys. That's just guys doing that. And it's kind of yeah, like even her cool. reaction towards it. Um, I'm pretty sure she was uncomfortable and everything, mm-hmm. but um, got to make it look good for camera. Ugh. Yeah, you know, quote, it's kind of like you know you got to go ahead and just play the game sometimes and shit you know it's yeah it's definitely messed up ben affleck messed himself up by mm-hmm. speaking on harvey weinstein before oh, he made sure yeah. he was clean absolutely <laughs> he made yeah. he, he should have made sure that his shit was squeaky clean before he also should have said something about his brother woody allen that too <laughs> woody allen has the nerve oh yeah that was ridiculous yeah, I, like that. I. It's gonna be a witch hunt. Leave I didn't read his whole quote on it, only because I'm not interested in reading Woody Allen. Woody Allen is probably the last person that should be asked mm-hmm. about this. Absolutely, really the last absolutely, like probably not even on the list of people that should mm-hmm. be asked about Harvey. List Weinstein. of people who should shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> right. Forever. You know, like I mean, next up, there's just might as well ask Roman Polanski how does he feel Oof. about it. You know. Yeah. So. It'll be disgusting, but I'm glad that this is also like brought attention to this issue because a lot of women don't 
really say anything because they're afraid of what people might think. I understand. And I'm I'm glad that there's a lot of not just Hollywood women, but just women. Like I see on my Facebook so many people who I follow. Me too. Me too. Me too. too. I'm like, yo, like Like, women that I I see. Yeah, that kind of fucked me up a little bit. It did fuck me up because it's like one person that I know. She tweeted like the hashtag Me Too, and she then she used uh, the next tweet was, oh yeah, and it's. It's like some people that we just all know. I'm like, mm-hmm. now I'm on guard. Like, yeah, there was now someone, I really don't trust anybody. That's Facebook, really the whole. She stat. was like, let me know if you like know this person, and I'm like, oh, so it's like someone we all like, probably right? see from day to day. Oh, yeah, that's really so the whole weird. thing behind um, the whole. Uh, what is it? Was it? Was it? Uh, yeah, like the whole statistic about it being where you know somebody closest to you is probably the one that raped you and stuff mm-hmm. or sexually assaulted you. And that just proves it right there. You know, the fact that, yeah, you probably know the person. Mm-hmm. Why? You know. I don't, and, and I don't know how I'm going to react to that. Now yeah. it's going to be, now I'm going to have to like warn the women that you talk to. Now I'm going to have to look at you funny. I'm going to have to be like defensive yeah. around you. And I, that shit I'm just glad that there's a lot more women who are like just standing up about it. Me too, the yeah. one thing that is bothering me though, when I did see all these people writing me too, me too, there are people in the comments like, I'm sorry. Like, Oh, well it's like, that, like don't say you're sorry. Like, I don't know. Something about that was a little no, like, off. I just don't yeah. think people know how to react to it. That's all they really it is. Don't. going off of they don't, your yeah. reaction right there. Julius, like how you're saying that, Wow, like, oh, damn, I had no idea. People right? that I've been kicking mm-hmm. with and partying what? with, laughing in their faces, making all these crazy. type of... Mm-hmm. Like, think about all the awful jokes you probably made in your in your day that probably, you know, triggered some chick, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I have to think about stuff like that, too, whatever. When I realized that... Um, I mean, of course, you know, rape is a heinous act or whatever, and, mm-hmm. but a lot of people really don't realize how many women close to them have actually you been lot, harassed, actually assaulted, this and that. I have... I'm besides like my main group of guy friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm probably like around women 75 80% of the time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I've heard a lot of wild stories and it's just like damn. Wow, the wildest stories you couldn't even imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it gets and it crazy. starts small, like even when you're walking down the street and there's men and they're like, "Oh, hey," and they say things to you. Like, I can't tell you how many times that's happened just in broad daylight. Like one day I was literally wearing like a parka. And there was like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm a man. I don't okay, a parka is like a really big, fluffy coat, basically. Oh, okay. So I was like, I was just trying to. It was freezing that day, mm-hmm. and there's still guys. They'll come up to you and they're like, Hey, 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 you. I'm like, just get away from me, please. Like, you don't. They don't understand that. Like, there's one. There's no. You can't talk to a woman sometimes like that. There's more than one way me. to get that. Um, I, I never one been way a fan to get their attention. Harass me. Never I, ever. It makes no. Even sense. like even like when I was like middle school and like my friends used to try to teach me like catcall and stuff. Yeah, I I was just I felt uncomfortable. I was just too shy to like ever street harass a woman. I guess I don't know. I I was too too shy to ever like really approach a girl. In general, to even do that stuff, mm-hmm. and even if I wasn't shy, <laughs> it wouldn't come with harassment, of course. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that's a a lane right there of it. It, it does go to entitlement, you know, mm-hmm. you feeling like you're entitled to this person's time because then when they don't want to give it to you, you start getting mad, and yeah, they're just like you know, well, like that. <laughs> your weave stank, and you answer like, "Well, look, yeah, you, you were know, just like, trying to holler a second ago, so I don't like, know." Dudes yeah, really think laugh that. that. You but that's literally that what part, it is. No, that's really <laughs> like, like it's terrible. No, it happens all the time. Like I remember one time I was walking down the street. And there was some guy who was like, oh, like, you better smile. You better smile. You're exactly. beautiful. And I'm like, 
I didn't. And mm. they're like, well, yeah, fuck you anyway. I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, like guys well. really do think <laughs> that, well. we, we really do think that our advice, like, in telling women to smile and stuff like that is like God's gift to women. And that's not it's at all. Like, like, it's really like, not. We, we, we don't experience getting harassed every day. Put it like this. If men, I guess I have to say black men specifically only because I think that black men or at least men of color will be able to relate to this more. Mm-hmm. If you can attribute how often you get harassed by the police... And probably like times that times twenty or whatever. That's probably how wow. often women get harassed that by. A, that's wow. how often women get harassed by men. You know what I mean? If if a dude could go ahead and attribute a black man or a person of color could attribute that way of thinking to that, mm-hmm. they'll probably ease up off of women a little bit more. Wow. Mm-hmm. If if you you know think about it, it's like wow. you go you you'll, you'll hear a dude constantly complain about even if he wasn't even harassed by the police. It could have been like the maybe. Two times out of the entire month, he was harassed by police. He's going to talk about that shit every single day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, feds be tripping, dog. Feds be blowing me. Yo, I was just minding my business, and these cops came up and probably told you to stop doing some shit you weren't supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. But anyway, with women, imagine that every, every single, single day. day. From the age of 11. Mm-hmm. From the age of 8. Imagine that all the way up until they're like yeah. 25. Because things change like for different people, so it's going to happen wow. at different times you in people's lives. You got to tweet that. You got to tweet that. That's like a I got to see if I have 280 good. characters. I don't think I got that. I don't think <laughs> that <laughs> that's a good comparison, though. Like, no, that's I really, really, yeah. really, really... Wow. It's like it bothers good. you when that happens, but what happens when you do that to a woman? Just come up to them and just yeah, wow. act a certain way. Like Chris Rock had a joke about it um, where he was just like, like a, a, he was basically coming off like, yeah, I mean, dude, like a woman is offered fucking sex and penis at like the age of 11, 12 by men. You know what I mean? It's like she has to deal with these things like every day. Like she yeah. knows that she's going to be harassed, you know, mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. It's, it's crazy, though. That's oh my gosh, that just that triggered is... a thought when it's summer. That's like the worst time. Oh, yeah, like, because like, is. obviously you want to stay cool. So you're like, oh, I'm going to wear this dress. I know that someone's going to come up to me today. Like that's the thought. That's it. You know, that you walking in out in the summer, and it's that's not. Crazy. It shouldn't be like that. I'm sure. not dressed like, and they're like, oh, oh my gosh, it's the worst when men are like, well, if you didn't do this, then you wouldn't have gotten harassed. It's like, well, I don't dress for men. Mm-hmm. I dress for myself, and if mm-hmm. I want to wear this dress, I shouldn't be objectified because I wanted to wear this dress on a 95 degree day. Plus, if a dude like really has in his heart that he wants to rash you he don't give a damn what you're wearing mm-hmm. to be honest you know like if he if he wakes up with the intent of i'm going to talk to a woman today you know he don't care yeah it's a weird he's weird a lot of guys are weird like that i'm not gonna lie you know and i think what i i think too the disconnect with um with men realizing that too is the fact that the only people who are really checking them or combating them on that is women. And men are just automatically, uh, you know, uh, disregarding of women's what they got to say. So it's like the minute they hear women complain about it, ah, oh, man, you just tripping. Like, what am I supposed to do, man? That, that's how I got to talk to you. What you mean? Blah, blah, blah. Guys need to hear it coming from other guys more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's, that, that's, that's a real. Good solution. Guys only listen to other guys. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Men, men only listen to men. That's it. No man really sits around and listens to uh, the women as much as they should. Mm-hmm. You know? I, about that. I agree. Well, I'm just thankful that now I do. You know. Yeah, we're getting older. You know, yeah. I mean, we, we weren't all perfect. With you know? age comes maturity. At the end of the day, thank goodness, glory, you know, mm-hmm. glory, praise it. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what I be saying. I was, um, I just recently came off this past Sunday. Uh, I got 
um, invited to uh, speak and host at this um, women's conference. It's mm-hmm. like women's empowerment thing called Shades of Pink. I think it was their first uh, year doing it. It was pretty dope too. So they had um, asked me what was like advice that I would like offer women and stuff like that. And the only only because of just like how fucked up shit is for women already. Mm-hmm. Only thing I could say is like just keep doing what you're doing because at the end of the day it's not really like y'all fault. Y'all mm-hmm. don't really have to change up anything. The people that really have to change up stuff is the guys. Mm-hmm. You know, like the reason why women have to find ways around the system is because we keep coming up with ways to shut them down, mm-hmm. shut them out and mm-hmm. stuff, you know. Like you're never gonna sit you're never going to see a photo of like a group of women signing papers controlling men's genitalia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you'll definitely see like a 20, 50 guys sit around yeah. writing off like, oh, no, no abortions, mm-hmm. no contraceptives. Mm-hmm. You know, blah, it's like, blah, blah. how are you going to police what a woman should do with her body if you've never been a woman and you don't understand what it's like to be a woman? You know what I mean? So it's just like, Y'all got a lot to deal with, really. Just come, yeah, just coming out the womb. Y'all got a lot Women. to deal with. <laughs> no, I have to say, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry to be this guy, but I have to specify a black woman. <laughs> Go through a lot of shit, yo. Like mm-hmm. I just no bullshit. That other day, like I'm just thinking. I just, I literally woke up like and I was yeah. literally thinking about black women, and I'm like, wow. A lot of black women don't get noticed. A lot of black women are forgotten. Mm-hmm. I was actually just having a conversation I'm about like, that wow. the other day about like. Being a woman is tough. But being, but being a, a black, black woman, woman like, that is a that whole nother. That's a different plateau. Right? That's Woo. a whole different plateau. Like, it no, is like, completely no offense. different. Y'all are, like, y'all are the most beautiful beings ever. But I, I at just the very bottom of like the totem pole, what society wants to put you at. You right. That's I mean? the thing. Like I just wouldn't want to be a black woman because it's so scary and it's so hard. It is very difficult to be a, like be a black woman. Um, yeah, it's, it's really crazy. But one one thing I've learned with that though, harder. one thing I've learned with that too, because I you know I be feeling the same mm-hmm. way sometimes. Um, we uh, kind of like I I I gotta check myself on that too sometimes where I we don't want to make it seem like I guess you know like pain and suffering is synonymous with like black women because I be doing because we we say that a lot about being a black man too mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's like damn it's hard as hell in this country being a black man but it's like damn dog I don't want to attribute. Just pain and suffering with just being a black man, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. But I feel like um, with with that, I definitely feel what you're saying because y'all have way more to deal with. Like, mm-hmm. so it's so much. hard to not talk about black women without speaking of the plight if, of black yeah. women. You know, it, it's really hard yeah. to avoid that like because so much. Oh of just history. We've had it rough. We've yeah, had it really ooh, rough. Ooh, but you know ooh. what? You take that pain. You take that sort of like struggle that we've had to deal with all these years and you just make yourself stronger. You're and you, right like, about that, I, it helps girl. you work so much harder because it's no. like the people who don't want to see you succeed and they don't think you can succeed because of who you are. It's like, well, well, <laughs> watch. <laughs> yeah, you got you got a lot of people to prove wrong. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> okay, I think that was the last question. So we're going to move on to um, the Q&A portion. Uh-oh. Um, so you both have multiple jobs. So- <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, I guess we can call it that. Yeah. So you um, you can go first and say your name, what you do, and then you can go. All right. And then we'll go from there. Okay. All right, all right. Uh, here goes my intro. I am Carl Logan. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Carrier West. Um, what I do is... <laughs> 
By day, I work at a freight forwarding company, but by night, I beat up criminals in back alleyways. And, <laughs> no, but I'm an actor. Uh, I write, I act, I produce. I uh, just started producing, you know, like web series and helping out, you know, so I'm finally starting to get in those creds. Um, I got a bunch of projects coming out. I uh, did a short film. It was my, my first short film. It was a murder mystery that I wrote just recently. Is Nominated for Best uh, Mystery Thriller in uh, New York City Web Fest. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, thank you. Thank that shit was so fire. Oh my goodness. It was so it was fire. My, it was my first Yo, it was one. so... The um, writing was... It's a pretty fun film. So it's called Five long. Knives. It's on YouTube like, if you want to check it out. Um, that, the writing. Thank you. Yo, thank I'm you. telling you. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> no, no, no. Thanks, thank you, thank you. No, no, no. Please, please. Gas me up. Gas me up. Gas me up. But, uh, no, nah, yeah, I had, uh, so that, um, I'm a writer for the web series Situationships. Um, we're gearing up for our second season. Um, and I just also started uh, filming my own uh, web series that I'm doing too called Wingman that Julius is actually uh, mm-hmm. a star in. Um, we just filmed our first two episodes a couple weekends ago. Um, so we're still in uh, filming phase, but. It, it's been a lot of fun. We're good. We got some more dates coming up soon, like actually this weekend. So we're, we're going to be working. Um, but yeah, besides that, that's, that's a few of the things I do. Cool. Yeah. What about you, Julius? Oh, uh, oh, okay. I just, okay. Let me try to <laughs> get it all in there. I'm a photographer, videographer, graphic designer, uh, event host, event uh, coordinator, um, show producer, uh, I do a little marketing and uh, acting, um, writing, script writing, uh, co-podcaster, upcoming podcaster, and a partridge something. in a pear tree. Like, <laughs> <damn>. <laughs> I, I forgot what else I do, but yeah, that's that's Jesus really my Christ. main. This nigga got like ten resumes. That's dog. amazing. That's, yeah, that's what I do. So, what do you guys think that the positives of being like? multi-hyphenates are especially in this day and age where having a side hustle is kind of like what you have to do to get oh, by it is it's I, honestly i feel like that's the only way to go now um depending on um your experiences with trying to get into the field that you're trying to get into like with me you know i want to act i want to write i want to do those things or whatever um but it's going to take a lot to get into those doors. Mm-hmm. So I want to put as many talents under my belt that will help me get there. Even if it's not through that door, at least through a different door. You know, I don't mm-hmm. want to be just one dimensional, just have only one thing. I want to make sure I got my foot in everything. Um, I can write. So I want to go ahead and get in the writing lane. I can act. I want to get in the acting lane. I want to make films. I want to be in the filmmaking lane. You mm-hmm. know, like I want to do everything. So I think in this day and age, it is great to be just like a Swiss Army knife and have mm-hmm. all those. That's a Army really knife. good wow. like um, metaphor. For that. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. Wow. Well, as you like see, I'm, a I'm a writer, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, yeah, like that's you. You really want all those things under your belts because, yeah, you go apply for a job. You're like, hey, I'm good at marketing. Ah, oh, nah, we actually need somebody for that. Oh no, actually, I could do that too. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You you need that. You know, you never know when it's gonna when, when it's gonna be necessary. Mm-hmm. It's it's amazing to have a lot of hats to wear, a lot of hats, but it can be overwhelming when I want to say, uh, like people ask you, hey, like what do you do? Mm-hmm. And like specifically, you really can't, you really don't know what to tell them. Yeah. 
Like if I was to if I was to be in an elevator with Hove and give him an elevator pitch, <laughs> I wouldn't be nervous how I'm with Hove. I'm be nervous to say to like damn, what do I say? Do I say I'm a graphic designer? Does he want a graphic designer? Mm-hmm. Like, I'd be nervous to be in an elevator with Jay Z. To be honest, faint. oh no, oh, yeah. only because I don't know where Solange might pop. Oh, oh my goodness, <laughs> I have no idea. I just uh, but yeah, wearing a lot of hats is great. It's it, and also it is overwhelming again because. Like you just do so much, and your hand is in everything, and you get to you just lose focus. Mm-hmm. What are some of the ways that you guys like are able to balance um, I'm still all learning. that stuff? I'm still learning. I'm still, I'm still learning. There's no real way to balance it. I like, got a, I got a whiteboard at home. That's what <laughs> I have. I just started utilizing the calendar on my phone. Mm-hmm. Like I. I I suck at like I I plan ahead for things, but I suck at actually like, okay, this day I got to do this. I I rely too much on memory and stuff, and that doesn't always work out mm-hmm. for me because then I start burning myself out. Mm-hmm. So like to keep yourself organized with that, if you can, please sit down, take an hour or two out your day, and really go through your schedule, yes. go through your calendar, p- map out exactly. Okay, I'm gonna spend an hour doing this. I'm going to spend an hour doing that. I'm going to spend an hour doing this. I, my, oh my God. Oh my God. I, I literally honestly did that like, this week. I'm doing that this week. No, I'm it's tra- like a man like, after my own heart. I love calendars. I, I, the calendar <laughs> on my phone is the best feature for me I ever. just started using that. All I have to do is, okay, I'm going to do this because I wake up every single day and say, okay, what do I have to do today? Well, boom. And then I tell myself like uh, the, I think, I tweet it out. I say, okay, today I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and I'm going to do do this. And it, and I've gotten every single thing done this week. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm going to stick with that yeah. for like hopefully the Exactly. Rest of like my whatever life. method works for you. You know, like my boss at work, um, she, she'll try to, you know, suggest that, yeah, you know, set reminders on your email, which I won't fucking do. But set reminders <laughs> on your Outlook to check this inbox, to check this message, to send that email. And I'm like, I'll get to it when I get to it. But, you know, I got to let her know that, yeah, yeah, I set up the reminders, you mm-hmm. know, so you could just leave me mm-hmm. alone. But yeah, whatever works for you. Like if if that is what works, do it. Yes. If, yes. You know what works for you, mm-hmm. you do it. You know, it's yes. It's like no real way to do it because some people just remember things differently yeah. or, or organized. Mm-hmm. You know. When you do have, is it like rare downtime? <sighs> I don't get any downtime. Oh boy. Like and the, and the, the time that I do have downtime, I find myself working again because like um just what was it. I took off work yesterday because um, I had an eye doctor appointment or whatever. Um, but and then after that, I had plans to go to the gym. I had plans to go like, you know, running or just, you know, just relaxing and just actually, you know, not working. Ended up editing all day. Mm. But I'm happy about that only because it's like I actually enjoy doing those things. Mm-hmm. The only the only time I really complain is when I have to go to my nine to five because I could get so much more done that I actually give a fuck about instead mm-hmm. of wasting time there. Mm-hmm. Um, and because my job is like in Narnia somewhere, so um, <laughs> it takes me like two hours to get home via Holy train and everything. Shit. So I'm like... That's like half my day gone. I got to mm-hmm. wake up like two hours before I normally got to be, you know, to work in That's order to wild. get there on time. Mm-hmm. And then That's I got wild. off work at five and I just got here like around, you know, close to seven or something like yeah. that. You know what I mean? So yeah. by the time I get home, I don't feel like doing anything mm-hmm. else. Yeah. I'm exhausted, but I have to do something else before I go to bed at like 12 or one because I got to wake right back up at six. Jesus. Jesus. 
that's great. I, I I'm looking for a nine to five, so I'm so scared right now. <laughs> Get ain't nothing wrong with a nine to five. Oh yeah, I'm just not make sure that shit is like I'm just saying like not far away. <laughs> yeah, and, I'm just and it doesn't take up too much of your time. Yeah, I'm because I don't like the fact that it, I don't like the fact that um this job like in, in my previous job. So like I say, I, I work in freight forwarding right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so basically, I'm just the people that help with the shipments coming in of cargoes, whatever it is, clothes, furniture, like Nike products, food weapons because we got government contracts and stuff whatever Mm -hmm. help with that stuff that job is not going to help me anywhere with my acting that's not going to help me Mm -hmm. with my i I may i may come up with some good scripts based off of freight forwarding maybe (laughs) but other than that i can't get anything done in that time slot Mm -hmm. that i could be doing if i was not there i could be filming i could be hitting auditions i could be doing this and that everything that i want to do but i can't because that job literally takes up so much of my time my job before then I was able to get away with way more because my job, my boss was actually like in my corner. She was like, oh, you need to go to an audition today, so I'll just say you're sick. Mm -hmm. Oh, you need to work on this? Go ahead. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's good to find a job that, you know, I think you could benefit from towards your actual career goals. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's one thing. Keep in mind. Yeah, I definitely will because I know now, like I can't do retail because I know one, I'm like, who are you to tell me <laughs> to like really do something I don't want to do? Mm-hmm. And it's going to be crazy because I know I'm, I, st- I'm, I know myself. Stay away from retail jobs. Mm-hmm. You're going to probably end up stealing on your last day then. <laughs> or you're just going to end up like just doing some foul shit. So, yeah. So how about you apply at uh, Zara or something and just like quit on that same day and just swipe a whole so bunch for, of shit for, for you, Okay. Yeah, just, just do that for us. Hey, something <laughs> on eBay or something. Definitely make my profit back. Awesome. So, um, you got a lot of web shows coming out of the both of you. Or you're on or you're in and all sorts of stuff. Julius is out here working. Yeah. You're working? What you mean? Like, this guy here has a real, he's real, acting real, is one of the best reels ever. And I'm, I plan, I'm planning to mock his reel. We'll we'll get you a good reel. You're going to get some great footage. Wait till you see him in this show, in Wingman. Oh, give us a little bit of a rundown of what happened, like what Wingman is sort of. Okay, yeah. yeah, So um, so we can get amped for it. All right, so Wingman is basically, it it could be described in so many ways. Uh, The first thing I normally say to people is kind of like a guy's dating show, but it's not necessarily, oh, I got to go out and, you know, like, meet a girl today. It's not like, you know, the guy's sex in the city or something. Mm -hmm. It's not like the guy's girlfriend's. But it does have that um, camaraderie that the women had in there between the boys. It's definitely a, that's why it's called Wingmen. So um, every episode takes place in the bar. Um, and my character, um, I'm basically um, helping guys, friends, whoever find girls at the bar, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's a one night stand, a girlfriend, whatever. That's basically my thing. So it's kind of like a combination of Hitch meets Cheers. Mm. So. Um, it was, it's- it's like, you know, raunchy comedy, um, but it has some very heartfelt moments, in my opinion, between guys and women. Just, you know, a lot of people finding out about themselves or just having really, op- you know, just open open uh, conversations that are just healthy, I feel like, you know. Um, it, it could come off asshole-ish at some times or whatever, just because, you know... You got a bunch of drunk guys at the bar just spewing stuff. Yeah, you're gonna hear some wild stuff. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yo, you're episode gonna episode five. <laughs> episode five is the best. I think it's the best episode. I can't wait till we get to that one. Um, That's when we film that one. 
Yeah, that episode's gonna be hilarious. Episode. That's it, it's it's gonna be hilarious and just good in general. Uh, for mm-hmm. where I'm going with that. But the episode, like like uh, to elab, you know, um, touch upon Julius's character real quick. He, um, he comes in on episode two, and I meet him, and you know, I'm helping him just navigate through the dating scene. You know, mm-hmm. uh, he thinks that he has it figured out, but he doesn't really have it figured out. Kind of like every other guy that's navigating through the dating scene, mm-hmm. I feel like you know. And Theo is being his hitch, you know. It's kind of like uh, a hip, more black version of like Will Smith and uh, Kevin James, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, minus the dancing that he was oh doing in that shit, you know. So it's 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 kind of like that. It's it's gonna be fun. I you know it's, it's Yo, gonna be dope. It's going to be hilarious. It's gonna As be fun. fun. Well, for you, what's the most challenging aspect, I guess? Because you're, are you like a relatively new actor? Yeah, uh, I'm refurbished. <laughs> so what would you say um, is the most challenging aspect of being an, like a refurbished actor? Hmm. I would like to say... Uh, right now, probably just remembering the lines. <laughs> I feel like that could be really challenging. Yeah, just remembering the lines and... And making the li- making the lines you, mm-hmm. because it's easy to read A B C D E F G, mm-hmm. but read it like it's you, but give it some sauce. To mm-hmm. it. And that's one thing Carr actually taught me: give it some sauce. The juice. Yeah, give it some sauce. <laughs> like, it, you don't really have to say A B C. You can say A B C. Mm-hmm. And it's going it's to, and like for that scene or for that, you know, show, it's going to make the show, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, that's just a little rule for mine. I, in case you're on someone else's production, <laughs> in case you're on someone else's production and they want you to be read ABC, remember that. Yo, yes. <laughs> you know, yes, I don't want you to be that. on like Steven Spielberg's movie one day. Like, no, nah, oh, no, nah, nah, I don't need to read. I can just read like two lines. I'm good. <laughs> what are you guys hoping to display through the show, the writing, the characters, the situations? Oh, my main goal with uh, Wingman is to open up a lane for um, to really show guys being there for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like I said, uh, the title Wingman goes beyond the bar. It's not going to just be, uh, yeah, like I'm helping guys find whatever it is at the bar. But at the end of the day, um, it's also about men supporting each other. Mm-hmm. You know, like. If, you know, Julius's character is going through something, my character is going to be there to talk to them. If my character is going to do something, uh, one of the other guy characters, he'll be there to talk to me. So while there are um, very important women characters in the in the show as well, too, the main focal point is definitely the the relationship between the three guys and how they navigate through relationships and life. There's a married couple in there um, who plays um, uh, he's like my best friend. In it, so you know, the first episode, I'm helping him and his wife go through their problems and mm-hmm. stuff like that while we're still just getting drunk at the bar. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, it, it has moments like that, and that's mm-hmm. definitely something I want to showcase. I definitely want to showcase um, bromance basically because at the end of the day, with all these like women are killing it right now with the web series game or even mm-hmm. the TV's the TV show game right now, and I feel like we definitely do see their perspectives when it comes to how hard it is for dating, mm-hmm. but we don't necessarily see how hard it is for men when it comes to dating. In my personal like I can't think of too many shows that actually focus on it just being hard for men to find. Like we could think of movies yeah. of married men probably complaining or married men probably getting ready to 
or, or men getting ready to settle down. We we could mm-hmm. think of what the wood, the brothers. We could think of movies like that. Mm-hmm. But those are like movies from back. Like what what are some recent ones that are coming up right now to really showcase mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. things? So that's really what I'm aiming for with um with Wingman and just to just have plain old fun because th- this show is as as you know serious as I could get with certain moments or whatever. It's just straight fun. Super no, fun. it is super, just super jokes. There it are gems in there, fun. but it is just jokes. And it's good that it's like no, it's a lot of gems in there. It's a lot. A of gems. lot. That's of good gems. that it's like like I like not like teaching a lesson, but like it's relatable enough where you can be like you can apply it to your own life. Exactly. Yeah. I always love shows like. Oh that. yeah, and that's definitely where um where I'm going with this. You know, uh, I definitely can't wait to put this whole thing. Yo, wait, like when I read the script, I'm like, wow, this is pretty good writing. And mm-hmm. then like I when I was reading my lines, I'm like, okay. <clears throat> I could do this. <laughs> like I can do this. This is me. It's it's uh it's it's literally me. It's it's like a role made for me. Yeah, so, it was like, hilarious on set. <laughs> it, it was really hard to get through scenes with Julius. Like I'm so glad the camera wasn't like so when we when we're getting his coverage and it's over the shoulder. I'm so glad that my face wasn't showing because I had to like put my face down mm-hmm. so many times. Cause I was about to bust out laughing. <laughs> It, it was so much fun. That's why, I, like, I just knew we were going to have fun on it. Like, we had fun with rehearsals. You know, like, when oh, we, yeah, we cause did. when oh, we did yeah, rehearsals, yeah. the first time me getting the cast together so they could all meet each other. They're, 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 uh, they're amazing. I think I, I think I did a good job with oh, my cast because everybody blends uh, yeah. well with each other. Everybody, the, the, the chemistry is there. Like, when you see our character, Fatima, she, when you see Fatima, she is Fatima's dope. character. Like our actress Kiana, she killed Kiana's that role. Mm-hmm. She's she's like, oh my goodness, she literally is Fatima, and it's like Yo. these two. When you see their scenes together, uh, Julius's character and um, Kiana's character, when you see them, how they interact, it's just everything just seems so natural. Like nothing seems forced, nothing seems too scripted. And I encouraged everyone. I said, yeah, definitely, you know, know your lines, but at mm-hmm. the end of the day. Don't be married to them because I want this to be as fluid and as natural as possible. So just have the main idea. If you got to tweak some improv, that's all welcome. Like, do that, you know? Yo, and I think that's where we had the most yes. fun doing mm-hmm. it. Yes, I have to say, one, I I love him as a director <laughs> and a writer. And two, Kiana's going to win supporting actress for something. I swear to you. She's going to, when, she when you guys see her, just she in is. the first episode Calling alone. it now. Like, she may just actually, like, take the show from, uh, yeah. from us. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because she, she's the, one of the, you know, the important woman characters I said in there. Um, Because she is, like, so my character, uh, Theo, is the wingman to everybody in there. He's the advice guy. They go to him when they need help but who do i go to when i need advice and mm-hmm. help and that comes from my resident bartender fatima so it's gonna be dope great character and kiana murders her character flawless flawless actress she, she embodied it like i think flawless. when she when she came to the auditions i was like oh okay so all right so you're fatima <laughs> <laughs> so when can we expect all of this to drop because like now I'm, now i'm excited so um <laughs> It's in post production right now. We're mm-hmm. still filming some more episodes, but more than likely, of, of, for a fact, it's going to come out uh, 2018. Um, earlier on in the year, let's say 
Nothing, nothing concrete yet, but we're looking for like somewhere in like maybe February, March was That's when up. you could start seeing stuff. But you will definitely see a lot of, um, yeah, definitely like follow the pages too on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook for updates and stuff. You'll see a lot of behind the scenes shots, some, you know, funny little gifts and stuff when, you know, they all roll out and everything leading up to the big premiere. You know, I'll try to figure out when I could do like a nice little premiere party and stuff. Um, so it's. I just think everybody's really gonna enjoy it, you know. Like I'm if I can excited. just toot my own horn, everybody's gonna fucking love this show. Yeah, you are. I'm excited now. <laughs> oh my goodness. And la- I guess last question: You guys have pretty decent social media followings, but outside of social media, who do you guys want people to know who you are? So who is really Car and who is really Julius? Hmm. I'm literally just I'm just the helper guy, and I like to I'm the helper guy. I like to stay. Uh, to myself, mm-hmm. and I just love for everybody to get along. That's nice. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, that's um. Yeah, that sounds about the same for me, really. Like, um, the same way I am on the internet is usually the same way I am off of it. Except maybe like in real life, I'm probably like way more unfiltered. <laughs> you know, because on the internet, I. I've been saying whatever I've wanted to say for like years since I've been on the internet or whatever. Like that's what people know me for. So, you know, just to say whatever I feel like or just be as, you know, transparent as possible and stuff like that. Um, What I think people could know outside of that, I guess, about me is... um, I'm not on joke time 24-7. Like, yeah. I'm not on joke time 24-7, but mm-hmm. like that, like, I... Please know that about me, too. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, you, you I and was, me, I was thinking goofy. that. Like, you yeah. guys, like, I feel like when you reach, I guess, a certain level of, like, Twitter fame, social media fame, people always expect you to be on, and I'm like, well, I'm not always funny, so you're not always going yes. to get a funny it's person. Like, I just want to be quiet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, some days I'm chilling. Like, like, I got, like, I'm on Snapchat, and, like, I remember one of my homegirls, she messaged me, she said... I expect you to be way funnier on Snapchat. I was like, you know what? I don't do this for you people. I just got a Snapchat just because I thought it was the cool thing to do. But, you know, like, I don't know how to do, like, the funny Instagram videos. Yeah, I don't do that. I don't know how to do that. I was just saying to people yesterday, like, um, I went to some event yesterday, and they're like, oh, I'm going to follow your Instagram. I'm like, I don't think you should. Like, my Instagram (laughs) is really boring. Like, I'm not as fun Mm -hmm. as you guys. Like, no, nonsense. I'm like, no, I'm really, like, I'm not that fun. Yeah, like, if you want (laughs) to see the fun me, yeah, hang out with me in person. Yeah, like. Yeah, but I'm not going to, just me personally, I, because I. I, I don't think I am funny enough to make like the videos like everyone else does. Mm-hmm. And even if like, you know, arguably the people on the internet on Instagram aren't that funny either. Mm-hmm. But it's just like Well comedy is subjective. Yeah, comedy's definitely subjective. Definitely comedy. Oh mm-hmm. fuck yeah. I'm so fucking that. subjective. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So it's just like I mean, yeah, you know, I'm just same old chill dude outside of it, you know. But if I would say anything, you know. I have my moments where it's like, all right, guys, leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can be serious real quick because that does get to a point where it kind of like fucks you up a little bit because mm-hmm. um, people will never take you seriously. Like, I will be like dead serious about something. They're like, oh, God, you funny as shit. And I'm like, no, I was kind of serious about that. Mm-hmm. Like, Ugh. Yeah, I get that lot. completely. I think that's the end of the Q&A portion. Thanks for answering my questions, guys. Of course. Oh, yeah. Those yeah. are like pretty good answers. I was nervous. <laughs> oh, you don't be. I try to make my You're a writer, questions so. like. Yeah, I try to make them like 
good. Excuse I me, guess. you're a journalist. Yes. Well, both. I can do both. Yeah, but <laughs> and I started as a writer. Like I was a journalism major, but I was like, fun fact, very interested in being a TV writer at first. Um, I had an internship at College Humor and like everything. Like that was like oh. what I wanted to do. Okay. And then in the middle of that, I was like, oh, I forgot how much I love music and do writing about music. So. In the middle of that, I was like, how am I going to get back into music journalism? Like, this is all I've ever done for, like, I feel like, I don't know, good, like, three, two, three years. And then I changed my mind, and luckily it's been working for me. Okay. <laughs> but okay. it was a very scary, hard transition to, like, get back into that. Okay. But yeah. Well, that's good. That if you ever need another writer. Hey. You know, <laughs> I, I, wrote, I wrote all the all the episodes by myself. Um, So, like, Genius. next time around, uh, you know, because I'm, 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 it's hard for me to write with other writers sometimes, depending on what we're writing on. Mm-hmm. But I always love to collaborate with other writers, you know, because so much other talent, I, talent out there, I'd like to see what other people bring mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. thing, especially if they're good, you know, because I've like read some shitty um, scripts before. Nobody's ever like submitted shitty writing to me as far <laughs> as like, hey, can I write? Here's an example of it, because I don't have the heart to be like, no. Mm-hmm. But people have like, you know invited me to like listen or read some of their stuff and I'm just like mm-hmm. <laughs> where are the good people where are the like, good writers I'll, I'll, I'll keep you posted on you know yeah you know like opportunities that. and yeah. stuff when they come up but you know I'm not one to write shame or anything mm-hmm. <laughs> he said he said right write shame, shame. Right. unless we're like alt right shaming ah, <laughs> but I'm buzzing <laughs> <laughs> so the third section of the show is unpopular opinions Uh-oh. so everyone just gives you know an unpopular opinion and we just talk about it <laughs> simple wow. as that cool so who wants to go first? Depends on the question. Go, no, like you just give like, I guess you can think a little bit like what you want your unpopular opinion to oh, be. Or, yeah. Um, and then like you can think and then I already have one. So I guess I'll go first. Yes, please kick it off. Okay, yes. I'm going to preface this by saying that I've always thought Miley Cyrus is trash. That's She's not always an unpopular opinion. I'm not, I'm, no, that's the, that's the preface. That's the, oh, that's okay. the prologue oh, yeah, to the, the story. I, no, I literally yeah. always thought she was trash. Like my sister watched Hannah Montana, but I was reading like the blog sites and I would see like, she was always just trash. The things that she did, the things that she would say, um, her like nude pictures would always leak online. And I'm like, this girl is l- awful. Like literally awful. Um, so I've been on this, like, I hate Miley wave for like a really long time (laughs) when I, I actually wrote for like, um, like a comedy website and in my bio, it actually said like, she's been monitoring, uh, Miley Cyrus slow downward spiral since 2006. (laughs) And I'm like, and like all this stuff that's coming out with her, like, oh, like after twerking, I wasn't surprised. Um, what else did she do? That was trash. Everything. I denounced hip hop after like, she just, yeah, like like, every, (laughs) everything she's done since. Like the show, like Hannah Montana ended. I've never, like, I'm not surprised. It's like I'm desensitized to all of it. That being mm. said, I my unpopular opinion would be I don't see anything wrong with that Bodak Yellow cover, quote unquote. Wait, Bodak not- Yellow, what? Okay, wait, wait, so wait. You went- actually listened to it? No. She actually did okay, it. Here's, Bodak Yellow. here's the thing. Okay, so. <laughs> I need clarification. She yeah, was. Me too. She was all the sites were saying that it was a cover. Like she was on Jimmy Fallon mm-hmm. and she, they're like, oh, listen to Miley Cyrus's pop Bodak color. And I'm like, I am full on expecting to see her like with like a Coachella headband mm-hmm. in the backyard with like a banjo doing like a backyard session of Bodak Yellow. And everyone was up in arms about it. And I'm like, oh, like that's what I was expecting to see. 
it was not that. <laughs> it was just them playing like that game. Oh, and the everyone night was show. Okay, yeah, and they're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. she's t- she she's such a culture vulture. I'm like, I yeah, she's a, playing yeah, a, a game. game. You know, people run with <laughs> like you I, guys I didn't gotta know. calm All down. All I saw was her doing the cover of Bodak Yellow. I was like, I'm just keep scrolling. No, it was straight up clickbait. YouTube, and but people saying? like uh, who was it? Joe Budden was in his feelings about it. She's like, oh, she's a piece of shit. She just steals our culture. I'm like, okay. it was Sounds a like game. Yeah. It was a game. And the thing that, like, that it bothered Miley me Miley Cyrus so, is trash. She needs to get out of here. She needs to get garbage. out of our culture. Like, I'm just like, Joe, relax. It was just a game. If anybody should, if you should be mad at anybody, I guess you should be mad at Jimmy Fallon because he's the one yeah. that's, like, playing these games. It's like a game, though. It's really a game. Like, it's yeah, really game. people would just take it and run. But, like, I guess, yeah, Jimmy Fallon, he did that, um... The history of rap thing, mm-hmm. like that minstrelsy. I really don't like Jimmy <laughs> Fallon, but what? like I'm about to say, if anybody, I don't think I'm, I was just about to say, I, if anybody, if you should be mad, mad at Fallon. anybody, you got to be mad at Jimmy Fallon oh, because God. he does. Like, just like uh, he's just never been funny to me, and he's just like what? he's an appropriator. He's funny. For, I think he's funny. He laughs at his own jokes. <laughs> That, all the time <laughs> and they're it. not funny I think it's funny <laughs> you like, kind of got like, average uh, jokes but um yeah that was my unpopular opinion okay. it's just like there was no reason for people to be up in arms about that because there was nothing wrong with it okay. there's no reason for a lot of people to be up in arms about a lot of stuff mm-hmm. to be to really, be 100% yeah. mm-hmm. honest that's an unpopular oh, opinion oh remember right there, when people were mad about um the Starbucks Christmas cups not having any snowflakes on it or something yeah, no that a, was the thing that, that's probably <laughs> they're like, white you have to stuff. put the Christ in Christmas I'm like Get the fuck Just out drink of here. your damn coffee. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not white, a big deal. Yeah, that's They're like, because they used that's to be like. That's definitely white people should. It yeah. kind of was. But it basically, like, they had, um, like, you know, the Starbucks Christmas cups had, like, trees and snowflakes and stuff. And last year they were just red. And they're like, where's the Christmas? I'm like, relax okay. those are the people that are going to get mad that halloween is like a big like the, their office is decorating halloween but not decorating it for like christmas or something <laughs> like those are those type of people it's uh, a shame that halloween gets more attention than so christmas so what about it's like all my what about what like, just dumb popular, um opinion i don't really i know for me it could I be guess. anything it could be like oh this food is thinking. nasty this movie was dumb like it could be any unpopular opinion you, you, you may have. I got a lot of them now that I think about it, probably. But I think the first one that probably comes to mind is the state of comedy right now, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, uh, for an example, I guess, I could use Dave Chappelle. One of my favorite comedians, if not my favorite comedian. Facts right here. Understandable. You know, mm-hmm. he's he from the area. I'm from Maryland. Uh, he's from D.C., though. So, mm-hmm. um, But I've been just following, watching him, blah, 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 this and that. Um, and not even just Dave Chappelle, but all comedians in general that I just really fuck with. Uh, Chris Rock. Like, my three favorite ones, Chris Rock, Eddie Murphy, and Oh, my God. Um, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, okay. This Amazing. is, like, a random. But, like, Good. have you ever thought of, like, if a celebrity dies, like who you'd be most upset about? I yeah. do sometimes. Eddie Murphy is like number one. I would be like out of commission for weeks. No, Jay Z is my number one. Really? It's uh, and Beyonce. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, obviously. Probably a uh, Dave Chappelle, Eddie Murphy, and Lil Wayne. Oh, really? mine would be. Uh, I remember when Lil Wayne. Wayne Eddie, yo, well, when the, Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne had, had last rights a lot. Yo, when Lil <laughs> Wayne had, I remember when that first um, seizure, that first seizure happened. Right when it was like, oh, he's on his oh, deathbed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was yeah, on my way yeah, out the yeah, house. Yeah. Right, I was, I was about to go out. I think meet up with some friends or something. I was about to be mad. And mm-hmm. we were supposed to go out and stuff. That news dropped. I sat on the bed for like ten minutes. Like, yo, 
what if this happened? This man. Yeah, you're right about that. Almost a lot of my years right growing up. You're right about yeah. that. And I was like, yo, you mean to tell me this man going to die before I get Carter 5? Yeah, Eddie Murphy yeah. would be like number one for me. I actually, oh my God, I was like really heavy into In Living Color when I was young. Oh, yeah. Because my dad always watched it. So Jim Carrey actually, it was like. Jim Carrey's the. Jim Carrey's going to be really, really bad when he goes. And then Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Those are like my three. Not me. I listen. Shit. There. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Stevie Wonder. Like, listen. If he died tomorrow, I'd be like, oh, okay, he had a good life. Yeah, you know. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he had a good life. Like it's just like um. People get mad at uh. Playboy. You, you had he, no. Like oh, he, had good, he was he so was young. Nine, what ninety three? He was a prune. A dribbled <laughs> up prune. Like listen, he lived a great ass life. He really he should have been gone. Nice like, long life. Yeah, I think women are definitely gross for having. Like with that raisin. Yeah, I'm like, people like, oh no, he died. It's so early. I'm, dude. Early? Dude. A little bit late. <laughs> the Grim Reaper was like, uh. Time come to on. Time. Come on. Mm-hmm. Come on, my guy. Come on. But you can continue. Sorry, I got off tangent. Come oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Comedy. <laughs> so, yeah, to say the comment, right? So, now, I understand that it's like, you know, 2017 and we are in a more PC era and mm-hmm. everything. But I don't think that comedy should be subjected to that, mm-hmm. in my personal opinion, only because, like you said earlier, comedy is subjective mm-hmm. uh, to people. So I get that there, I understand 100% that there are some things that people will find funny that other people won't. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but what I am not here for right now is the policing of jokes. And the uh oh, here we go. Let's get it. Yeah, like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not here for it at all. Like, um, the reason why I brought up Dave Chappelle because I remember when he came back with his comedy special that I fucking loved because, of course, I was that waiting for Dave Chappelle to be back. That was right? so mm. good. I made a night of that. I man, I watched that joint back and back. I'm like, I fucking love this shit. I'm, I'm still laughing at it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I got Dave Chappelle in 2017 mm-hmm. talking about the same stuff. Well, no, talking the same way about 2017 things, Mm -hmm. you know. But, of course, there was a lot of controversy coming out of it. Only about the trans jokes, of course. It wasn't about any other type jokes. I forgot what trans joke that was. He made... And the thing is, I felt like, in my personal opinion, this could be seen as caping. I don't Mm -hmm. know. But, like, I felt like they were more... Not necessarily stabs at the trans community as like, oh, fuck you all or blah, 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 you know, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. But it was more so kind of like comparing what they're going to have to go. I remember that joke. I remember that he was talking about, he's like, you know. Um, yeah, you guys want equality, and you know it's gonna take some time to get there. You mm-hmm. know, you know, somebody just called Yo, me a nigga the other day. That was fucking that. hilarious. That, that part was that. fucking hilarious. You know, but you know, there's this whole thing about oh, he's attacking the trans community. They're transphobic. Uh, blah blah blah. I was like, no, I wouldn't call him that. And no. even at the end of the day, when these are jokes, like one, I'm not gonna go to a boxing match and then ask for a refund if I see blood. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> like. If you go to, if you, like, who's going to watch Dave Chappelle and expect PC stuff? Mm -hmm. My thing is, people were begging for Dave Chappelle to come back. People were sitting there saying, no, 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 we need Dave Chappelle back. He would talk about so many things. Oh, I want him to talk Mm -hmm. about this. And they finally got him to talk about those things and everybody was pissed. And it's like, you literally, literally, you guys got You asked for this. (laughs) And and I get where people are coming from where they don't find it funny. You don't have to find everything funny. Mm -hmm. But when people start calling for, like, you know, oh, this person's canceled or they're trying to get everybody stop fucking with this person i'm like here's the thing if you don't want to mess with that person then go don't right mess up. with them right yeah. but yeah. to encourage a whole lot of other people's like stop fucking with them unless they did something like completely heinous yeah of course mm-hmm. but a joke 
when when I think people forget the main I, the one of the main um things about comedy is that you're making fun of dark subjects. Mm -hmm. You're making light of dark subjects. That's the whole point of it. Now there are a ton of things in the world that I can name of that just aren't funny at all. That should not be joked about, mm -hmm. of course. That does not mean that a joke about them isn't funny. Sure, you write a fucking about us. Mm -hmm. you, you know what I mean? Like Pete Davidson, for instance. You know, young comedian. If y'all know, recognize, yeah, his father died as a firefighter in 9/11. Mm -hmm. 9/11 is not funny. 9/11 is not something to joke about. But a joke about 9/11 could be funny. It yeah. could. And he's definitely made some uh, on the Comedy Central roast. I remember when they was on there. He said. Uh, he told Kevin Hart, no, no, I think it was Snoop Dogg. He said, Snoop Dogg, Soul Plane was the worst experience I've ever had in my life that involved a plane. <laughs> and my dad died in 9-11. Yeah, I remember <laughs> you that. Know? Yeah, like, he, he would say stuff like that. He, he, I remember when like he welcomes the jokes about mm -hmm. his dad or this and that. You know what I mean? Things are going to be funny to certain people, this and that. But what I don't agree with is with you going out of your way to pick up your remote, to change to a channel, to find jokes that are going to offend you you know if like that's you know i'm not gonna go on my way to do that i stuff. hate when people do that like yeah. literally going out of their way to be offended like or, or like i'm, I'm like, gonna I, avoid it oh when people when you're like on facebook and you see like people commenting and i'm like i hate this i'm like then why did you watch it and Shit, why did you comment on, on it that mm -hmm. yeah it's like just, i'm just, I'm just getting out that? of it that's why i said it's like so i i don't like how comedy is kind of coming under attack or whatever like i it, you know it'd be great if there was like you know a place that comedians could kind of just go to where people would like pay money to just see them specifically mm -hmm. and only sit there and like listen to their jokes because they're fans of them. You know, I guess we could call it like a comedy club or something. I don't mm -hmm. know. Like it'd be dope if that, if that place existed, you know, <laughs> but you know, people want to act like they don't have the option of not entertaining these comedians. Like if I don't find, like I remember uh, some, you know, somebody was upset about, um, a Chris Rock stand-up, uh, an older one, where he was, uh, you know, I apologize if I'm offending anybody, but he was, you know, the the word faggot or whatever, and he was like how um, you don't, he doesn't attribute that to being gay. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? He was just saying like, no, you ain't got to be gay to be a faggot. You know, like, I mean, mm -hmm. I'll be driving in traffic and somebody just cut me off. I'm like, fucking faggot you know like mm. but that joke it was an old joke or whatever so i think it popped i think it came back up again or something i don't know exactly the full extent of it but somebody was complaining about it and wanted it like removed from where it was at blah 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 eddie murphy opened up uh what was it raw delirious i forget which yo one. he opened a joint up talking chicks. about mm. gay people which was the whole thing and it was like hilarious or whatever now i'm not saying we got to go around bashing gay people trans people uh people who died in 9-11 or anything like that you know i'm just saying understand that just because you don't find it funny, you shouldn't have to ruin it for everybody mm -hmm. else. Mm -hmm. Let the people that find that type of fun, uh, stuff funny enjoy it without you having to sit there and say, that person should not be allowed to work anymore because that's their job mm -hmm. to make light of dark things. Mm -hmm. You know, um, especially you could, police brutality in the, in the black. Yeah. How many comedians have been joking about Sometimes. that? For years? Every, like, I don't know one comedian that has it, one black comedian that hasn't mm -hmm. ever joked about police brutality. And, I, and it didn't really occur to me just how often black comedians joked about police brutality and all those jokes like, are the exact it, same. Mm -hmm. Literally the exact same, the same, but it's still funny to me. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Damn, I saw the police come, I just put my hands up. 
Mm-hmm. Like, like ten years later, Eddie Griffin says, oh, "I just, police, police came. I just put my hands up." Ten years later, oh, police came. I just put my hands up, and that's and it's still really, really, you know, that, that, but yeah, police brutality ain't no shit. joke. But yeah. if it's put it like this, just don't. Just what I would um, recommend or agree with the least is just finding a better platform for those jokes, like um, D.L. Hughley. Um, I remember when Carrie Fisher died. D.L. Hughley made that tweet about. Um, damn, Carrie Fisher uh, died and her mama died a day after. See, black moms don't do that, blah, blah, blah. Not the perfect place for that just now. Yeah. Like, it, she literally just died like two hours ago, like if not yesterday. Time. My thing is, joke like that would have been perfect for your set, been perfect for your show, would have been perfect for mm. that. Right. Save it for that. I wouldn't put it on the timeline for people who probably don't give a fuck who about is, you. Exactly. Mm. Because they may not be following you, but it's going to get it's retweeted gonna retweet and retweeted. they're going to mm-hmm. see it and they may not want to see that. And show. that's my po- unpopular unopinion. D.L. Hughley is the non-funniest comedian of all. We can argue I about agree. that. One. We can argue. I can argue with that, both of you about that. I one. actually agree He's about the non-funniest that. I, no, here's the thing. I thought D.L. Hughley was probably one of the corniest people growing up. He was the least funniest person on um, the Kings of Comedy. Me, mm. his yes. show, I just tolerated because it was on the, the Hughley show. It was just because it was there. I think it's his the voice most... for me. I'm just annoyed by him. No, he has a good. He has a good voice. It was the way he delivered his jokes. I don't know. It was something. The way, but the way he delivers it, he's like, oh, you ever see this? And then he'd be like, (laughs) Ooh, I tell you. Hot tree, hot tree, hot tree, hot tree. I'm like, dude, stop dragging. She can't fish your mom died. Star Wars, Star Wars. I'm like, dude, we get it. You don't have to, like. No, but I I had that same feeling. Dio Hughley is hilarious to me now. Like, I I don't know what happened with it. I think when I started, um, I started. Cause I, I do I do I did stand up or whatever right and I tried to, and I'm trying to get back into that mm-hmm. as well. So around the times when I was really prepping myself to do stand up and I was writing all my sets, when I'm at work, you know, busy entering in numbers and this and that, I would just have like on uh, like my Pandora or something, just listen to a bunch of comedians go down or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So then I started hearing these DL Hughley sets and I'm like, oh wow, I actually just laughed at that. And I just find myself listening to more and more. And then I went to go listen to uh, watch his uh, videos, his old stand ups. They got the videos. They had some recent ones on Netflix and stuff. And I'm just mm. sitting there laughing. I'm like, wow, Dio Hughley is funny. You know? Mm. Nah. Did you watch the Def Comedy Jam 25th? And yes. You know what? And I'm so happy Dave Chappelle was there because I wouldn't have laughed. No, 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 no. You're right. I gave that one. Thing. As soon as he, I saw his face, <laughs> D.L. Hughley got outshined uh, by good. Like, he got outshined. Good. Yeah, yeah. Chappelle and I actually, definitely said I actually that. chuckled at a, at a D.L. Hughley <laughs> input. Not joke, an input. <laughs> but that man is not funny to me. And every time, <laughs> like, every time I say it's D.L. Hughley, like if I were to see D.L. Hughley, somebody was like, Somebody would say, "Wow, so not funny." No, I, 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 I see like, that all the time. He's not he very funny. Not, that's my unpopular, un- unpopular. I his, I don't know what it is about his humor that I think I find funny. I don't know if it's an age thing now. Um, I, I think what. it's an age thing. It might be an age thing. Now, I feel like because no, he's it's not thing. an age thing because I didn't think I was laughing at uh, 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 Eddie Murphy's shit, mm-hmm. and I was. I'll take it back before then. I was laughing at. Um, Though his predecessor, Richard Pryor. Oh, Richard Pryor. Oh, it's Richard Pryor when he was burning. <laughs> so, so you want to know? I think what the difference with that is the the comics that you just named right there um, do a lot more than D.L. Hughley does on stage. A lot of them are actual actors, and mm-hmm. they actually flail around, or they you know they do more dramatics. physical comedy. Yeah, they, they they did physical. You know, what I mean, D.L. Hughley. 
just has to t- like he he just speaks. That's all he has going for him that he just has punchlines. Mm, barely <laughs> debatable. You know, what I'm saying? So, he's a, all, his voice just. Ooh. Who can I say is a physical comedian? A it good was, physical comedian. Would you say Chris Rock is a comedian? A, a I wouldn't say he's comedian? a physical comedian. No, he, I, I, I don't. I don't, I don't think Chris he's a Rock's voice is, is it, more is, physical than his like, antics. Yeah, he knows okay. how to his like voice is more the inflection physical. of his voice. He knows how to the work D. his D. voice. Because Chris Rock has that very distinct. Yeah, Dio Higley does hold the fuck out this mic like yo. It's like yo, dude. Relax. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> it's, it's not slipping. You know, you know, he don't work the stage, but you know, Eddie worked the stage. The minute that man came yeah. on stage talking about gay people and playing tennis, oh, that sure. man oh, was yeah, like yeah, walking yeah. back and forth, walking back and forth. Steve don't even. Steve doesn't work the uh, doesn't move like that. He doesn't too. But, but I think yeah, I think he's funny to Steve, me. Steve is funny. Steve is funny. But I, I think with Steve, he has a distinct like different comics have different things going from Jim Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he, he has, has to move around. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like the physical. king of physical Steve Harvey. I we think know him off his like, like, voice and I stuff. was just about to say it's that. It's his voice. He has that country-ass, like, southern yeah. type yeah. voice or whatever. Y'all mean to tell me that y'all want me to come up here and wear my suit and y'all ain't going to pay me nothing? Like, he'll say Yachting. some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> y'all done lost your damn minds. You know? Like, he puts power behind, like, everything he says, yeah, you know? Yeah. He has, like, a powerful presence when he talks, you know? And mm. stuff like that's funny. D.L. Hughley is, yeah, you definitely just got to warn nah, him if you want to. That's, that's a good unpopular opinion to have. I don't though. think that's an unpopular opinion. I think it's very popular that he's not funny. It is. <laughs> I think that's it very is. popular. It is. Okay. But you know what? It works. <laughs> no, yes. he, I, I, he went on me one time on Twitter. Um, oh, oh, I called him unfunny, actually. He said something, uh, something I didn't agree with about like child abuse or some shit. And I was like... But what did you say? No, he said... Um, <laughs> No, he wasn't speaking against shout Oh, abuse. I was going to say, I'm like, no, no, no. Jesus. No, what you mean, man? Fuck those kids up. What you mean? No, nah, but he was sitting there like saying, um, uh, what football player? Adrian Peterson. I think this is around the time we got in trouble yeah, yeah, for yeah, beating yeah, yeah. Uh, his kid with a switch or something, blah, blah, blah. Dio Hughie was like, man, that's discipline. What y'all talking about or whatever. If maybe more kids got beaten, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, well, maybe if you were funny, you'd be on TV right now. Ooh, <laughs> I remember that. I, I said that, that shit. I yo, he came, that. yo, he came for me, though. <laughs> My man's listed. Uh, actually, I have two radio shows. I, I got that. another God. joint. I'm syndicated here that. and there, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yo, I still don't think you're funny. I still don't think you're funny. I was like, I still don't think you're funny. That shit had me in knots. Success doesn't mean... uh, Yeah, I was like, you're lucky I was really trying to, like, perfect my craft. That's how I discovered that I actually like your jokes, you know? Mm -hmm. That shit had me in knots. I remember that. Because I remember that joke came on my timeline. (laughs) That shit had me in knots, too. Yeah. The celebrities don't like me too much on there. Which celebrities, like, follow you? Um, I gotta look... uh, I got like a lot of reporters and um, yeah. actors. Uh, Rose McGowan follows me. Oh, so is she? She's back on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. They finally let her back. <laughs> they let her back. I, I, I was shocked when she that followed me. So I was like, Rose. Ridiculous. I fucking love Rose McGowan. <laughs> I was like, I Rose? fucking love Rose. Mc- I almost got her tattooed on me. Almost. Oh wow. Um, if y'all see y'all seen Grindhouse, right? The yeah. movie Grindhouse. I don't see a lot. Of oh, movies, I love so Grindhouse. I actually Where she had the it. gun. Uh, she was yeah. Cherry Darling. Where she had a gun for a leg. I was gonna get that. Okay. Because yeah, I wasn't gonna get. I was get her character. Oh, I'm about to say. I was gonna get her character because I got. Like a big picture kids. of Rose McGowan just on <laughs> your body. I don't love Rose that much, <laughs> I, but I fuck with Rose. So yeah, she she started following me. Um, Joyanne Reed, uh, the reporter, follows me. Uh, a lot of other what's what's the guy's name? Um, I don't know. I, 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 they, they they follow me a, a, yeah, a lot. A lot follow cool. me. I, guess. I only have um, Tamar Braxton. Oh mm-hmm. shit. It's so fucking weird because she used my meme and I was like, hey girl, that's 
<laughs> I, I just wanted to. I all I expected. I just want to put a, you on notice. <laughs> yeah, I just expected a oh lol, you're funny. I didn't expect to follow. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh fuck it, I'll follow her back. <laughs> uh, um, who else? Ash, Ashton, Asher, and Roth had followed me. Oh sure, oh. but I don't, you didn't. You unfollowed me, thank goodness. Forgot about Asher Roth. Yeah, yeah, right. He probably was like, "This guy's not funny all the time." And Good. Like, 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 shit. <laughs> you're I, damn right. I have an excuse to unfollow you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I think that's more. I just can't really remember. I have a oh, little B, but he follows everybody. Oh yeah. well, yeah. Um, like if little B is not following you, yeah, I don't think. Wrong. Yeah, if little B is not, <laughs> then following you should just get off Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> you're not. You are not cool if little. You're B's not, not cool you. enough. Um, Soledad O'Brien. Oh yeah, journalist. she follows me too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's cool. Soledad O'Brien. I've, I've been mispronouncing her name for the longest, yeah, but Soledad. yes. Um, she's dope too. Um, she follows. Cree Summer from a different world. She follows you. Yeah. That's Damn. hilarious, by the so way. So Susie Carmichael. I love fucking. And I love uh, her. everybody else in cartoons, basically. Yeah, yeah she's she, pretty cool. She's like the Phil Lamar of. She's the black. She's she's the, she, now Lamar. she's wow, got a voice like that person. She like you cannot go anywhere and like hear her voice and not be like. That's Cree Summer. Get that bag. Get that bag. Yeah. So shout out to Cree. Yeah. She <laughs> okay. she deserves all the roses while she's still alive. While she's mm-hmm. still with us, she That's deserves good. all the That's praise. Good. Yeah. She be out here. Awesome. Voicing everybody. Elmira. Oh my God! Uh, Tiny wait, Toons yes. was my Elmira? shit. Elmira from, from Tiny Toons Adventures Tunes. with the skull headband. Who's the chick she voiced from? As told by Ginger, like she voiced Miranda. everybody. Wow. She voiced Miranda. everybody. Um, she, she's just killing it. I did not it. know that. Oh my god, as told by like, Ginger. Like I really want. So wow. If I ever get the chance to meet meet her, I want her to kind of like talk to me aggressively with that voice, because she just like she has these dagger eyes and like mm-hmm. she grits her teeth and she's like, eh, like yeah. Oh, follows me. Mims. He just recently Mims. followed me. Oh shit. And I listened to that walking yeah, so the other day. Crazy. Mims follows me. It's just so weird. But I think uh, I think that's the end of our show today. All right. all right. Awesome. So that's all for And Friends with Jana Jefferson. Follow yes, me on Twitter and Instagram at JNA Jefferson. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes, the podcast app, and Google Play, where you can stay up to date on new episodes when they become available. Extreme thanks to my guest host for today, Julius and hey. Carr, Woo-hoo! for being incredible. Thank you for having us. Awesome. Give your social media really quick, and then we'll uh, be on our way. Uh, yeah, sure. Um... You can follow me on Instagram, Carlogan, K-A-R-L-O-G-A-N. Um, on Twitter, it is Carrie West, K-A-R-Y-E-W-E-S-T. Awesome. Funny Julius everywhere. Awesome. And don't forget to um, <laughs> look at Julius's meme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's so crazy. Oh my gosh. So uh see you guys. Well not see, I don't see anybody. But <laughs> and if you want to see us again, let us know. Yeah. We'll come back. <laughs> Listen up next time. Don't forget to subscribe, tell your friends, and um don't forget to brush your tongue. Oh was, hell yeah. did, did I miss that? Was that a topic? Did I no. miss that? Oh, okay. no, I like that? <laughs> but it's just a little bit Oh my god, oh my god, we cannot forget. We give like a quick F you to Donald Trump every episode. Really quick. F you to Donald Trump. Oh yeah, uh fuck you, Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. Fuck Donald Trump. Hey, hey, hey. Fuck Donald Trump. Hey. About to do my Eminem freestyle shit. All right. That's it, everybody. See you guys next time. Woo. Yeah.